Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where we hang out to have a conversation about your life and your money, the things that are concerning you. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by Rachel Cruz, who's also host of The Rachel Cruz Show and Smart Money Happy Hour. And the list just goes on and on and on. It's really great. But you can give us a call today and we will give you our input Um, our advice, what we would do if we were in your shoes. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225 and we will take your call. In the meantime, let's go to Michael in Mobile, Alabama. What's going on, Michael? Good afternoon, ladies. How are y'all doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, So me and my wife have recently um, started FPU um, and we're on baby step number two. And we have, there's been a lot of excitement you know, seeing the snowball, you know, rolling down the hill, um, paying debts off. And the question I have is um, when we reach out to friends and family, you know, just telling them, hey, this is what we're doing and, you know, this is what it's doing in our lives, we get a lot of negativity. And I was just curious, you know, why why people are so negative about <laughs> stuff like this. And then also how can we build a support group, you know, yeah. with like-minded people that, that, you know, have shared our journey and and can encourage us and us encourage them. Yeah. Um, number one, I'm, I'm really proud of you guys for taking control of your situation. I mean, you mentioned that you're in Financial Peace University, which is our course for getting control of your money and you're in baby step two paying off this debt. So I'm really proud of you guys. And yeah, a lot of people when they're in that phase, they they are met, you know, with some opposition. It's like you're sharing this journey. You're hoping that you're going to get the support of your family and friends. And sometimes you do. um, And sometimes you do later on down the line. But, you know, to your point, I think sometimes what happens, Michael, is at least what I have found is sometimes when you make the strides to better yourself in any area, it could be health and wellness, it could be financially, spiritually, it has the tendency to become a mirror for other people. And when you're saying, oh, I'm, I'm on a budget, I'm making smart choices with my money. Yes, it would be great if people said, good for you. I'm proud <laughs> right. of you. Way to go. Way to be a responsible adult. But instead, it kind of holds up that mirror to them. And maybe not in every case, but maybe they are starting to see, oh, I like I should do better with my finances and I should be, you know, and they start to run through this checklist in their mind and it maybe kind of makes them feel bad or guilty or weird. And sometimes that um comes out as a little bit of haterade you know yeah. what i'm saying it comes out a little bit like oh really you know well yeah. good luck with that you know and they get a little funky fresh but i want to encourage you that as you go through this i bet you you'll start to see that change because they're going to start to see the fruit that it's having in your life they're going to start to see those wonderful outcomes from what you're doing and the smart folks are going to start asking you how you did it yeah and i think michael too they're you know regardless of what they're saying, which I know this is easier said than done. Um, you know, there's a there's a confidence that you and your wife have to have in each other and in this process that you just say, okay, you know, we're we're choosing to make these decisions regardless of what people think or not. Um, we're we're choosing to do this. And I think Jade made a good point too that, you know, it can be a mirror for other people. But also, Michael, I've learned when you get healthier in a part of your life, whether it's you know, you're doing therapy and it's the emotional side. If it's in your money and you're actually making progress there and in control, whether it's wellness and you're actually watching what you're eating and thinking about um, taking care of your body, like whatever the thing is or your marriage and you're like working really hardcore in your marriage, like 
whatever the, the season of life that you're getting healthier in, it can start to feel lonely because there are a lot of people that don't do the work on themselves. And That's so right. it starts to even magnify the other unhealth around you. So, right. so when you're on this, you're like, oh, I never would have thought about, you know, people using credit cards or uh, taking out car loans. But now that you're in it and you're trying to get out and you're working so hard when someone says, I got a car loan, it's going to feel bigger to you. Yeah. And it's probably going to magnify a little bit more to you because of what you're walking through. So, mm-hmm. that, so that's on more of your side than the other people. But I think regardless of what the other people are saying or doing, you have to, I think finding that community is really key. And this sounds so cheesy because we always say, your Facebook friends aren't your real friends, but there's like <laughs> the Baby Steps community on Facebook. Like there's people all around the internet, you know, may not be next door to you physically, but there's so much support that I have found oh, yeah. with people, uh, you know, whether it's on you know Facebook yes. or Instagram that are part of these groups, or if you're in an FPU mm-hmm. class and it's mm-hmm. your class that you're talking to, like, even on this show, people. like yes. listening to this show and hearing that there's other people doing what you're doing. Yes, it's just encouragement. Mm-hmm. So uh, whether it's community that you find, which would be ideal in person, that it's actual friends maybe walking the journey with you. That's a that's a ideal situation. Yeah. But even, even if you don't find that, you can find people all over the place doing this stuff. So uh, yeah. I would encourage you guys because you're not alone in it. So I don't want you to feel isolated either. Yeah. And, and, and stick it out because um, sometimes if you let those voices carry too much weight, you can let them shift you off yeah. course. And I wouldn't, I, I hate, I've, I've seen that happen sometimes. It's like, oh, well, I've been on the plan for a while and you kind of get comfortable. And then whoever it is, like just keeps chatting in your ear about, you know, why, why it's good to have a credit card for the points. And before you know it, you're like, oh, maybe I should, you know. So just stand strong and like be firm in what you've decided. And just understand that sometimes when people are negative, it says probably has nothing to do. It actually has zero to do with you yeah. and way more to do about whatever is going on in their yeah. life. And there's probably, you know, because money too, Michael, as you probably know, creates a lot of insecurity, a lot of fear. Like it's not a very happy topic for a lot of people, which we hate. That's why mm-hmm. we do this show. Cause we're like, we want to spread hope and help people right. have the opposite effect when it comes to their money. But um, as you guys start to gain traction, like Jade said, I think for a lot of people that can be, um, it can stir up a lot of their own fear and security too. What do you think, Michael? Does that hit you right? Yes, ma'am, it did. And and the whole reason that me and my wife started FPU um, was because you know my best friend, him and his wife, had went through it, and you know they paid off all their their debts in their house. Mm-hmm. And we got to talking one day, and he's like, "I'm going to gift you a free year of Ramsey Plus Aww, FPU." Sweet. And I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I've been wanting to do this for a year." He's like, but I've never hadn't found that right person to, to give it to. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, you know, all the people that I know, they're not going to take it serious. And he's like, I want somebody to really use this. And he's like, I feel like yeah. you, and, you and your wife will. That. Um, so that's how, how we got started with it. And I'm really appreciative um, to him for that. See, um, hey, Michael, just, okay. we just started a month ago and, and the, the momentum is just incredible. Yes. Love to hear it. I love that, Michael. And I, I'm tempted. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I want do it. Austin to pick up because... Michael, I want to gift you. I get a gift card because we have like the live and give bundle. Or we have we have yeah. the ability to get you a gift card for you, Michael, then to pass on what your friend did to you. So I want you to hold on to this. I want you guys to get through FPU from that gift from your friend. And then when you guys finish and graduate, I want you as a couple to find another couple and do that with and keep that keep that chain 
moving. George ha- George hates a generosity chain at Starbucks, but I'm doing one for, for FPU right now. Well, as long as you don't make it creepy and be like, don't break the chain. If you break yeah. the chain, something evil is going to happen. As long as you just do it nicely and say, hey, man, pass it on. That's how you do a generosity tra- chain, not in weird, creepy, pseudo-religious Pseudo ways. <laughs> just be nice. Pass it on. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Hey, what's going on, guys? You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. This is Rachel Cruz. We're taking calls about your life your financial situation. Although I'll be honest, the word financial, sometimes it feels a little like... Highbrow? Yeah. Little, yes. Highbrow, Rachel. I like the word money. <laughs> money feels like everybody's got it. It's 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 accessible. So if you want to talk about your money, we will talk about it. 888-825-5225. And um, that's what we do on the show. And while I'm talking about that, I really want to encourage if you listen to this show regularly or if you just recently found it and you were like this show is the business i want to tell my friends about it please do that tell your friends that you love this show share an episode with them if it's you know an episode you really loved that's a great one that you could share talk about it on social media like subscribe you could even leave a comment however just leave kind comments um some people like myself and george camel like to look at the comments so don't be saying anything crazy because we're real people with real feelings but anyway (laughs) no say what you feel it's a free country we're gonna do what we do anyway but like subscribe and share the show all right rachel uh i kind of want to talk about something here and that is this idea of we call it gazelle intensity yep okay so if you're listening for the first time you're probably like, what the heck is that? Explain, please. Now, obviously, you can go and get more information by going to RamseySolutions.com and clicking that Get Started button because we have all this lingo and terminology around here. And whenever we're talking about baby step two, which is paying off all your debt, smallest to largest, using the debt snowball. All right. That's a crux of all the things that we do around here. Um, but we talk about this concept of being gazelle intense. And there's more behind that that I feel like is necessary to unpack because the way this the way this plan works, it, it, it is contingent on you doing all of the steps and you doing the steps the way that we're teaching it, right? Because part of paying off your debt, we might tell you, hey, pause retirement temporarily so you can get that money back yeah. so you can have more money to pay off this debt quickly. But if you're out, if you're out here lollygagging around and you're like, mm, yeah, I'm going to pay off my debt. I'm pausing my retirement. I'm paying off my debt, but you know, a little here and there. And I'm just, I mean, you could mess around and this thing could take you a decade that's right. and you've paused your retirement for a decade. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is we want you to go as intense as possible. And the way your dad, Dave Ramsey, has always explained it is 
a, a cheetah chasing a gazelle right in, yeah. in in the wilderness right yeah. and that gazelle is like cheetah and he's running and he's trying to get away from it and the cheetah is dead right the cheetah is trying to eat your butt and so you've got to get away from that so that's that's one of the reasons we say gazelle intensity um because there's a scripture in proverbs that yes. says yeah if you've signed surety my son if you've gotten yourself into debt basically, yes. so that means do this and it says give no sleep to your eyes no slumber to your eyelids mm -hmm. and deliver yourself like a gazelle from the hands of the hunter there you go and it's this like powerful imagery of a gazelle running for its life as you watch the cheetah yeah, yeah. you kind of think of that discovery channel moment yes and and it's and like that's the intensity in proverbs what it says and again whether you believe you know in the bible yeah, or not that, Pro that doesn't matter proverbs is just a great book in general, yeah. right, yeah. Uh, of wisdom. And it's like, yeah, if you want to get out of debt, do this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have to run like your life depends on it. And we say it all the time, Jade, you can wander your way into debt, but you cannot wander your way out. Like, no, that's it right. has to be intense. Yeah, I, I yeah. Um, it's just, uh, there's a screen, we're talking about scripture. I gotta hit one more because this is the way, it talks about the thief. It says the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. And, you know, I'm like, OK, that sounds like debt to me. Debt, it comes in. It's stealing your income. Right. It's destroying your your relationships. It's destroy. It's destroying your peace. You know, it's 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 killing your hope. It's a thief. And you've got to get yourself away from that as quickly as possible. So gazelle intensity is that idea of scorched earth. Right. We're cutting our budget down to bare bones. As, as much as we can. We're not doing all these extra things, all these extra subscriptions. We're not going out to eat, guys. We're not, we're not uh, you know, going on and buying a bunch of clothes. We're just getting what we need. And then in addition to that, we're probably finding ways to increase our income, um, right? And so the whole point of this is as much money as we can get our hands on to throw out this debt snowball. We don't want to kick this can down the road. We want to move quickly. And so a lot of you might know uh, Sam and I's story which, you know, we had $460,000 of debt to pay off. And I'll be honest, in the beginning, we weren't, it's not, Rachel, like we tallied it up and we were like, let's see what we have to pay off. That would have been so depressing. <laughs> um, we, it was like, we listed them, but we never like added the total number. <laughs> totally. Maybe, I don't know, maybe the Lord told us never do that because <laughs> you'll never make it. But um, we listed them smallest to largest and it was like, okay, we're gonna be in this for the long haul. And there's something about being gazelle intense that you go to these extremes. And I think sometimes people comment or they call in and there's like this incredulous, like, do I really have to do that? Mm. And yeah, you might, you might have to do that. Um, I remember there was a time where our budget was cut down so low. I was spending $60 um, a week and I would get the $60 and at the time, I would usually just go whatever the ad, whatever was on sale, I would buy that at the store. Oh, it's for six dollars for groceries. Yes, for groceries. Whatever was on sale, I would just buy that and you know make it happen. And I remember I had such a like detailed list. At one point, my husband and I were in the store, and I look in the cart and I see this package of oatmeal in the cart. I'm like, why is that in there? Like, that's not on the list. You know, we got $60. What's happening? And my husband, we had been in the journey at that point for like four and a half, five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he's looking at me. He goes, oh, I put that in there. And I'm like, it's not on the list. He goes, yeah, but it's it's like it's like a dollar ninety nine. And I'm like, it's not on the list. And so we're like standing there in the car, like face to face, like laser, like laser beams going through between our eyes, like having this face off moment over oatmeal. 
And I finally said to him, I was like, we're so like, honestly, I feel myself getting a little bit uh, choked up now. Cause I'm like, we're so close. Yep. Every bit counts. Like yep. every bit counts. You have to put it back. And I kid you not, my husband's eyes started tearing up and I was like, are you, are you going to cry right now? He was like, I'm just so ready to be done with this. Ugh. And those moments are so real and and people will will play you online and act like oh your latte every day doesn't count it's just a dollar 99 don't let those ramsey people tell you that you can't get your latte folk you can't get your latte you can't get it this time and that's okay make your coffee at home what is the big deal we're big boys and big girls and yep. we can make these sacrifices and we can do them for a limited time only and change our life for uh, the rest of our life it's so worth it if you're on the fence and you're like man it's not worth it live for it today i'm like no it is worth it it is yeah. so worth it to pursue something greater because it's not going to just affect you it's going to affect the people around you the guy that called earlier for, and some people say well i don't have kids you, it doesn't matter it affects the people around you yep. when people see you doing something countercultural that's making your life better they have questions and they're going oh wait we, we can do this like people can actually be debt free yep. people can actually have savings people can actually be be millionaires in their 30s and in their, in their 40s what are you saying yes but it requires sacrifice yes. gazelle intensity is what it requires short-term short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain so good jade it's so that's good it. and i think too the point that you said limited time because that's it too like we're not these crazy people asking you to live like this and not get two dollar oatmeal for the rest of your no! life we're not saying that but for a period of time, the deeper you sacrifice, yep. the deeper you sacrifice and the more consistent you are in it, the faster you're going to get out, which means the faster you get back to your life. That's right. You know, and do what you want to do. But yeah. it's it, it takes that level of it. And we and we hear these calls every day and people stand on their debt-free stage yeah. here in the lobby with sharing their stories. And you guys... It's, am it's possible. And what's the average Jade, it's time? amazing. What's the average time? Because I'm, I'm over here seven and a half yeah, yeah, years. Yeah. That's not normal. Please Eight, understand. 18, 18 to 24 months is what we're finding months. on average. But if you have to go seven years, you're living proof that you're still here. That, yeah, I'm still standing, Dressed still strong. Dressed the nines for Friday <laughs> and life is okay. So it's, is it's impressive. Yeah, Life is applaud good. Applaud to you and Sam for sure. Man. It's an incredible journey you guys walked. You guys can do it too. We're not special. We're not superhuman. We're just normal folks following a plan and you can do it too i don't care who you are your background what you make what you don't make or the color of your skin you can do this this is the ramsey show hey what's going on you're listening to the ramsey show i'm jade warshaw your host this is rachel cruz to my right and we're taking calls all afternoon long we got a couple segments left so give us a call triple eight eight two five five two two five in the meantime let's go to keisha may in new york city new york what's going on keisha oh my god i can't believe it oh hi hey what's up how are <laughs> hi, you guys how are you i'm hanging in there you thank you so much for taking my call of course how can we help um so i had a two-part question but uh you kind of nailed it with the baby step one <laughs> for the second question um but my first question is i'm in kind of a a dilemma. Uh, I am a registered nurse in the emergency department. We are on baby step two. We currently make, uh, I make 105K and my husband makes 45K. Um, I will be transitioning to a new position, nurse practitioner position, but I have to decide between the two. 
Okay. And um, one of them pays 147K and the other one pays 130K. Okay. But I'm looking to work at a four-day week. So the one that pays more is offering the four-day week. The one that pays less is the five-day week. But the commute is not as bad as the one that pays more. Okay. So, um, and then my other part of that How much more commute? Sorry. How big is the commute? What's the difference? So... So the 130K commute is about 50-minute drive, and the 147 is an hour and 20 minutes Okay, drive. so 30 minutes more. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, they're both non-unionized. I'm currently in a union position now um, that if I stick with it, I can be vested in the pension by May of next year. Mm-hmm. Now, my question was, do I choose the one with the higher amount because we're on baby step two in addition to keeping the very highly stressful job that I have now? Uh, if I work part-time, I get to keep my pension and my medical benefits um, working every Sunday for a year and a half. Uh-huh. Or do I pick the one with the lesser commute taking the slight pay cut as an MP while still keeping my emergency room job or do I just like, hey, I'm young, I can just save up the money for the pension and just, yeah. I don't know. Work. Yeah, I wouldn't let a pension be the thing that sways this decision I for agree. me. Um, so, I mean, an hour difference in commute, basically, if it's 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes the other. I mean, an hour is, that's, that's a, significant. That's a significant time because you have kids, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, I have two kids, yeah. Yep, so that's significant to me. That almost adds up to the full work day. If you mm-hmm. really think about it, an hour for, you know, it's half a work day. It's four, four hours a week, which is half mm-hmm. of a normal work day. Kind of crazy. Yeah, w- right. with the emergency room job that you could keep with the 130 job, the $130,000. And with that emergency job, the emergency room job, what is that? What are the benefits there again? Did you say health insurance? So I get to keep my health insurance, which is excellent. And then I get to continue to stay um, on my way to be vested, fully vested into the pension. Oh, okay. With the other one. Okay. But um, it would be a five day a week. <laughs> which is kind of a lot. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It would be five days, Monday through Friday, nine to five, in addition to the Sunday emergency room job. Is there is there any flexibility a year from now where they would take you down no. hours? No. No. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Okay. And how much do you guys have left in your debt? So we still have... A hundred and twenty thousand dollars less than that, and one hundred seven is a student loan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is tough. Um, I, I agree with Rachel. Mm-hmm. The pension wouldn't be the thing that decides it for me. I. <sighs> Because of your debt, and I'm sorry, I wanted to clarify one other thing. Did you say your husband makes forty five k or one forty five? He makes forty five. Forty five. Okay. One hundred five. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I honestly, this is just me. I honestly think that there's not a wrong choice here. 
Um, I don't think there's a wrong choice. I think there's what serves your situation best. Either way, you're working, you know, working six days. If you do the other one and you're working six days a week, that's a lot. But you're also, you know, you're working the baby steps. So there's a season where there is a lot of work. Um, If you do the four day a week one, you're losing a little bit of time in the commute. But all things considered, I think you're going to end up having more time for more money i think the way i'm looking at it unless mm-hmm. i'm missing something rachel so i i feel like i would go with the higher paying job and the less the less amount of days even though there's a slightly longer commute yeah um i think it's going to get you where you want to go quicker and the sacrifice the thing is there's always a sacrifice there's always a rub so mm-hmm. here the sacrifice is a 30 you know 30 minutes more in the morning 30 minutes more in yeah. the afternoon but i think you're going to be feeling better if whatever day you have off friday you you're going to be day. like yes i have all day yes and you're getting paid seventeen thousand dollars more doing that yeah so that's what makes sense yeah. to me i i don't know that the let me be clear the other choice is not wrong or there's it's not a it's not bad. I just think that the first option is the better choice in my opinion. What do you think? Thank you. I think that sounds, I was leaning more towards that, but yeah. Um, yeah, I was definitely, cause I was like, I wanted to be gazelle intent. And like mm-hmm. I said, my part two question was, I, I was one of the people that were fooled about the student loan thing, about the forgiveness. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yay, we're going to get forgiven, especially, you know, being, you know, a nurse during the pandemic. I was like, yes. And mm. then it didn't happen. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Now, yeah, now totally. I got to go pay these bad boys. Well, I love that you're thinking ahead. And you guys honestly, are making great money, too. Mm-hmm. So just know that. that like, yeah. like this 147 is going to be so helpful in That's paying right. off this debt. And if you guys continue just to keep sacrificing and what Jade was saying in the segment before, living that lifestyle bare bones, you're going to be able to get out of this so much faster. And then you look up in three years, two and a half years, and it's like, okay, what do I want to do with my life? If there's yeah. no bills to be paid, no yes. debts to be paid, then maybe you take even a lesser paying job closer to home okay. three days a week to yes. be home more if you want, right? So all the options continue to flow in. Such a good point, Rachel. You have that, so. It changes um, the way you work. That's good, Jade. I'm with you. I think option one. I hate. I always hate a longer commute. I know. But for $17,000 and less and one less day. Yeah, yeah, that's worth it. yeah, uh, yes, I agree. I really do think so. And by the way, Keisha made a very good point. The student loans are coming back and she is doing the proactive thing, which I think mm-hmm. many people need to be doing right now, which is looking at your current situation and asking yourself, does anything need to change? Do I need to be looking for different work? Do I need to be looking for side hustles? Do I need to be finding ways to shift my lifestyle so that I can, and get this, not only pay the minimum payment, but pay it off, okay? And I can't say this enough. I'm probably going to beat this drum a lot. And James, our producer, is probably going to be like, hey, stop talking about it. (laughs) But right now, when these loans come back, guys, all of these service providers are going to try to convince you to do an income-based repayment plan. They're going to say, oh, it's going to be tough for you to make this payment. Do a lower payment. And some of these payment plans that they're proposing are 5% of your discretionary income. That's nothing. Yeah. And and when I can cover the interest that, that yeah. doesn't. Thank you, Rachel. It barely even covers the interest. And so what happens is and you see it all the time. People complain and they and, and they go, wait a second. I've been making these payments, but somehow my 
my bill keeps going up. Somehow the balance keeps going up. This thing is rigged. This thing is jacked. And I'm like, no, you're on an income-based plan. And, and, and if you're not attacking at least all of the interest and getting some towards the principal, it will never go down. And I don't say that to be hopeless. I say that to say, do you pay as much as you can pay, yep. not as little as you can pay. And if you want more information about that, go check out our documentary, Borrowed Future. That's where we're really uncovering uh, what's going on with these student loans. And guys, don't wait. Start being proactive. Look at this stuff now. See what your payment's going to be. Look at your budget. See if you have the money. And, 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 and don't bury your head in the sand. When it comes to your money, ignorance is not bliss. It's broke. Do not bury your head in the sand on this. We're here to help you if you need the help. This is The Ramsey Show. All right, you're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. This is Rachel Cruz. And as always, we're taking your calls. We enjoy sitting here talking to you guys about your situation, your life, your money. Uh, and the scripture and quote of the day is up next. It says, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. That's Proverbs 10, 9. And then Kenny Loggins said this. Come on, Austin, with the Kenny Loggins. The more honest you can be, the less you have to hide. When I have nothing to hide, I have everything oh, to give. That was good. That's a good one, that right? That's a good one. I feel that one's got like a couples sharing their money vibe. Vibe to it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm always going to put that out there. And by the way, um, just want to kind of let you guys know a little bit of information. Uh, we have a really great newsletter here um, available to you guys, anybody who's listening. Uh, it's our Ramsey Solutions newsletter, and it's filled with all these great tips. It's wonderful. Uh, it says work from home jobs have exploded the past few years and Americans enthusiasm for remote work is still going strong. Cool. So if you're ready for a new opportunity outside of the office, working from home could be a good option from you for you. So this week we're breaking down the 15 best work from home options. Simply sign up at RamseySolutions.com slash newsletter to subscribe or our Sunday newsletter and learn how to re to make remote work your reality. Wow, that was a mouthful. Um, yeah, I love this because I think that there's so many moms who want more time staying at home and would love to figure out how they can do some work from home whilst yeah. kind of have an eye on their kids or like do like that partial daycare day. And yes, sometimes work from home is a great opportunity for that. Have so some flexibility. Too. Yeah, man. Check out the newsletter. We're always dropping little nuggets of wisdom like that for you. All right. This is Diane from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What's going on, Diane? Hi, Jade. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hey, so I am trying to figure out what to do here. Um, without even realizing it, it looks like I'm on baby step two. Okay. So I have about a total of $21,600 in debt. 16000 of that is a home equity okay. line of credit. So between my car and some credit cards, they come out to about $5,400. I have right around $15,000 in my savings right now. So what I'm wondering is whether to take out the $5,400, pay off everything except the home equity, throw everything else at the, at the home equity, which I'm figuring would probably take me about just under three years to get it paid off, unless I do a 
good purge through my house and I have some things that I could sell. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out. Really don't have a retirement plan. My house is pretty much my retirement plan. What's your homework? At the moment, um, 400 to 425000 How much do you owe on it? Well, that's the thing. I don't pay. There's, it's going to be paid off in 2025. It's being paid off by my ex-husband. So I do not have a mortgage. Okay. Okay, that's good. Uh, and it'll be paid off in almost like a year and a half. In 2025. Yeah, yeah there's that's... only about $35,000 wow. on it. That's, that's, that's great. That's great. That's, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. What's your income each month? <laughs> um, let's see. I gross about 45700 right now. I have a raise coming up this month and another raise that will come up in January. So, puts me at a gross of. I figure after this month, when I get the raise, I should I should gross about. Um, no, not gross, but actually net about twenty eight hundred a month. Twenty eight hundred a month. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, your situation. I would walk it through the baby steps just like any other situation. So I think you've got the right idea, which is you're t- taking this 15K that you have saved and you are dispersing that. You're keeping a thousand out just for that, you know, starter emergency fund and you're throwing the rest at your debt to to tackle that as quickly as possible. And then I do think, like you said, Diane, go through your home and sell the things that you can sell because gazelle intensity, we want to go quickly and pay this debt off as fast as possible. How much money, Diane, real quick, do you think you could get like what are the things around your house that you see that you're like I could probably get some? Are we talking like three hundred bucks or like three thousand dollars? Right. Uh, well, probably close to ten thousand, maybe. That's wonderful. Wow, Diane. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. I tried to start a business and I actually have a laser machine. Which, if I sell that and some of the supplies that yes. I have, I yes. should be able. Yes. There okay. you go. Well, all well, all that. I mean, let's just pretend you can get that mm-hmm. uh, with this fifteen. Then you're going to be for sure done with the twenty one thousand. Oh yeah, Diana, that's that's the gold right there. Because we talk yeah. about in order to pay off debt, sacrificing lifestyle, upping income, and selling stuff yep. are your three best like avenues. And most people they just kind of have crap around their house and they can sell it on <laughs> Facebook Marketplace and get some cash, which sure. is great. But if you have large equipment, if you have like equipment, like what you're talking about mm-hmm. to bring some cash in, I mean, I would do that today. Yeah, Because you'll have money left over. Today. If you sell that for 10000 and you've got the you know, 4000 left over. You'll have some left over to get that jump start back to the three to six months yep. saved up. Yep. I so, like it. So you're going to take that 15000 you have saved. You're going to keep $1,000 of it. And for well, your that's star- a problem there too, because my daughter's getting married in a couple of months, and I still have a little bit of obligation. What are your obligations? Well, I have to pay a balance on the hotel for going down. She's being getting married out of state, mm-hmm. so I have and her shower, which I've already committed to. But so how, that's, that's not four thousand dollars, though. No, 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 no. It's not four thousand. It's about. Uh, Cause you should let me let me walk through how, this. How much is it? Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Let's get to the point. I'm hoping. And when is the wedding? October. You I sh- you should be able to cash flow this. I think mm-hmm. because if you sell the laser machine, 
you like you we said you've got the 15k plus the 10k from the sale of the laser machine that clears your debt plus gives you four thousand extra so you've got this cushion here um and then you've got your normal cash flow so let's start setting money aside now because we're paying off this debt without even touching your normal cash flow right so let's start setting aside money now to start paying for the hotel room is there anything and any make a list of anything else you think you might have to pay for and put the amount next to it and let's start setting aside sinking funds and getting this money aside for the wedding what you think okay. does that the does only that problem feel right is with the laser it's not going to be like a overnight sale that's the only i'm that's okay. worried about how but long that could take maybe maybe a month right i mean if you go and put it up post it places um look into the industry that people need that type of machine <clears throat> and right you know i mean i mean that's that that's gonna send I mean, like, I hate to put all the eggs in the laser machine basket, but there, it will it will help <laughs> propel you forward. So I want mm -hmm. you to be motivated to sell it, you know, for what it's worth, obviously, right. but to at least market it and like let people know that you have this because Absolutely. that's that's fantastic. But what Jade's saying is right that, you know, once you pay this off, though, what, what's amazing, Diane, is that that 2800 that you have coming in is not going to be going back out to payments anymore. Like you'll get you'll you're keeping that to go and do what you need to it in your life. And that'll be building up that emergency fund. And then that's going to be really focused on um, on retirement. And I know your home, you said, is that. And that's what's tough about, you know, when we talk about um, funding retirement in your home, as we always say, we don't want all of, we don't want you to go and just pay off your home because right. some people want to go and do that and not fund retirement. So like, we don't want you stuck with a paid for house, but no cash. That's right. Uh, and so in your case though, Diane, obviously this is such a gift that you have this home and it'll be paid off soon. Um, but I want you to start, you know, you know, sitting down even with a smart investor pro and walking through what retirement looks like, because you may still have to work, you That's know, right. uh, for for a few years and not mm -hmm. retire, you know, at, at 65, you may be working just to get yourself in a good place that if you decide to downsize your home and still own property, which is ideal, you can take the equity of some of that, put it in retirement. So you have some puzzle pieces here in the future, Diane, but it's not a hopeless situation. Not a hopeless situation. You have a lot of options, which is great. I love it. All right, guys, that does it for today's show. And remember, guys, when it comes to your life and your money, you can make changes. You can tell me that you won't do it, but never tell me that you can't. All things are possible with Christ Jesus. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.